So today we are going to be reading from we are going to be reading from Second Corinthians five verse Second Corinthians five verse seventeen. He said, "Now if anyone is enfolded into Christ, he has become an entirely new person." All that is related to the old order has vanished. Behold, everything is fresh and new. And God has made all things new and reconciled us to himself and given us the ministry of of reconciling others to God. In other words, it was through the anointed one that God was shepherding the world, not even keeping record of their transgressions. Now, this scripture that we are reading now is going to really change our, our the, the normal tra- traditional thinking that people have about sinners. Second Corinthians, Second Corinthians five verse seventeen. He said, "So let me just start again from the beginning." Say now, if anyone is enfolded into Christ, because people have the idea that God is angry against sinners, but we see a picture of who the Father is here, and His true. Um, perspective of the sinner so we see a true perspective of how god really sees sinners how god really sees people now you see that paul was talking here about people that are not yet even saved you see it now he said now if anyone is enfolded into christ you see it now he has become an entirely new person so it means anyone who is now in christ jesus is a totally new person no matter the past that that person has or no matter the past history connected to that person so it means this person belongs to a new lineage a new order this person has a new history a new type of history a new type of because it means that person that very person takes upon himself the image of christ or the history of christ the personality of christ and everything that is related to christ and Christ, who is the new new man, is perfect in all things. So that's it. Now, if anyone is enfolded into Christ, he has become an entirely new person. So this person is not the kind of person he thinks he is or he used to be. All that is related to the old order, this old order means everything that came as a result of the fall, the Adamic life, all of the weaknesses that is connected to the Adamic life, the failures, and all of the evils connected to the old nature or the Adamic nature has vanished. Behold, everything is fresh and new. Then look at verse 18. Say, and God has made all things new and reconciled us to himself. You see, we are already what reconciled to, to God. We don't need to do anything to feel reconciled or to be reconciled to God. We are reconciled with him. And what made us reconcile to God is based on what Jesus Christ has done. So what Christ has done is what has given us that opportunity to be reconciled back to God. So it has nothing to do with anything about us. So in in other words, it is through the anointed one, that Jesus Christ, that God was shepherding the world. Not even keeping record of their transgressions. So now... Now, Christ, because this, this reference here is, is before Christ paid the, the, the price for, for, for sins. 
So what the Bible is, is trying to make us understand is that even at this point, when Christ was still walked the earth, he said God was shepherding the world, not even keeping record of their transgressions. He said, and he has entrusted to us the ministry of opening the door of reconciliation to God. So meaning that God is trying to say that, he's speaking to, to the whole world that, you are already reconciled to me. On account of the finished works of Christ or what Christ has done, the world is already reconciled. Just that the world they don't know yet. So they still think they are still separated from God. So it is not when somebody accepts Jesus Christ as Lord and personal Savior that he is reconciled to, to God. That is the point where the person comes into the awareness of what Christ has done. But everything that needs to be done has already been done, meaning that every sinner that currently walks the surface of the earth has already been reconciled back to, to, to God. It's just that when they now acknowledge Jesus Christ as Lord and personal Savior, that's when they come into the awareness of the truth that has already, been t- that has already taken place. That's when they come into the awareness in their heart that, yes, I have been saved. But God, Jesus Christ, has died for every sinner, and every sinner, by default, on account of the finished works of Christ, have been saved. Now, whether they've come into the awareness or not, that's a totally different word, question. So for those who come into the awareness of what Christ has done, they enjoy the benefit and the victory that comes with that um, provision that has been made available. For those who are not aware, they continue in the darkness and in the, in the deception. And Satan can still take advantage of them, even though Christ has already died for them. So, Satan said that, uh, okay, he said, not even keeping the records of their transgressions. And he has entrusted to us the ministry of opening the door of reconciliation to God. We are ambassadors of the anointed one who carry the message of Christ to the world. As though God were tenderly pleading with them directly through our own lips you see so we tenderly plead with you on behalf on christ's behalf turn back to god and be reconciled to him so you see god is pleading through our lips pleading to the world return back now this totally changes the picture that the traditional christian perspective of god and sinners have portrayed over the years that god is an angry god that is angry against sinner and that is willing to pour out his wrath against sinners which is not true which is a lie that is not the personality of god god is pleading through our lips that sinners should be reconciled so it's through our lips because we are what ambassadors telling them that come god god is saying come the way you are because god knows that the sinner cannot help himself the only way a sinner can be transformed is if they first and foremost come to God. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, God will begin to take them through pathways that will eventually bring about complete transformation of their hearts. So a sinner cannot help himself. A sinner is in bondage. If a sinner could help himself, there will not be need for what? Salvation. That's why all those gospel that God is going to punish you in hell, blah, 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 blah those are just the gospel of Satan to eventually make sinners to be, become afraid of God so, so that they can stay far away from him even more. But today, God is saying, you have been reconciled. Come to me. Come to me. 
I love you. Come to me the way you are. You get it now? And as you come to him, he will take you through pathways of light, of life, that will eventually bring about the total transformation of that individual, both soul and body. So he said, pleading with them directly through our lips. So we tenderly plead with you on Christ's behalf, turn back to God and be reconciled to him. For God made the only one who did not know sin to become sin for us so that we might become the righteousness of God through our union with him. So now, for all of us who are now in Christ Jesus, we are now God's righteousness. So we must change the way we look at ourselves. We are now God's... It does not matter what you have done in the past or what has happened to you or mistakes or situations. No, all those things, they don't matter. Why you are the righteousness of God is on the basis of the righteousness of Jesus Christ. It has nothing to do with your own righteousness. And the way people get transformed is that the way God transforms people is that God will paint the picture of the truth of how he sees these people. As they believe that truth, they will become transformed. That's what faith is. God tells you this is who you are. Now your experience, your situation, your, the circumstances around you may tell you differently. You yourself may not even believe because of your own experience. But your experience is not superior to God. God's word is the truth. And God sees at a deeper level and a deeper perspective beyond what we can see. So based on our experience here on earth, which is not a perfect experience, because it's an experience that is, that is a consequence of the fall, it is not real. It is not true. God's word and the way God sees us is what is absolute. Because why is it absolute? Because God's way of seeing cuts across all realms, all dimensions, and all spheres of influence. So it means when God says, this is who you are, it means this is who you are. You know, now, a lot of confusion within the heart, within the mind, may say things that are different. But those are lies. Because they are contrary to what... Because see... Before we existed on this earth, we first and foremost existed in the mind and in the heart of God. So God is the only one that knows our true destiny. And God is the only one that knows our true blue, blue, blueprints. We are said we don't even fully know what our true blueprint and true destiny is. Based because of the confusion that resulted from the fall. So it is only God that can really tell us who we are. Just like it is only the car manufacturer that can tell you intrinsically what was created within the car. You may look at a car that was bad, maybe a car that, that is now bad, and you begin to think that that is how the car was. That was not how the car was initially. It is circumstances and time that eventually turned the car into that form, into that shape. But that was not the original design and blueprint. In the same way too, Circumstances and situation can make human beings to turn into different kinds of things. But that is not their original blueprint. And when God sees you, he sees you from his original blueprint. Because that's who you truly are. So when he says you are his righteousness, because that is who you truly are. Circumstances and situation may have changed the way things are into a different thing. But that is not who you are. It's just the what circumstances and situation has at, at had painted concerning you. But that's not your true picture. 
So how do you now become transformed? Very simple. Accept the truth of who God says you are. When you accept that truth, begin to see yourself in the light of that truth. And as you begin to see yourself in the light of that truth, it will begin to change your experience with time. Your experience will start becoming transformed. You will start seeing yourself becoming and expressing the very things that God has said that you are. And that's the way it is. Praise God. Amen.